Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the MMA Lab, the hottest MMA podcast out there. I'm your host, Ian Butler, MMA veteran, Gore Kickboxing veteran, grappling world champion. For all the hottest details in MMA today, come to the MMA Lab on Belief. All right, and we are back. Back, 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 back. back. That we are. We are back. <laughs> it's another great weekend with the fight. First of all, Rikian, how was your weekend? I know you mostly work on the weekends, but... Uh... It was good. Um, you know, I had a little issue with uh, with the vaccine from the last time we talked. But outside of that, you know. Uh, like you took it and you had an issue? Yeah. So I got the second one and I was out, dude. Like I we went to the Kings game uh, that night that I got the vaccine, which was, it was so great to be back in front of live sports again, too, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no issues with like fans or anything like that. But they had the Staples Center set up was perfect. But it, it just felt nice to like, be out and feel alive again. And yeah. like they score, everyone's getting up and cheering, even though there's like seven people in the stands, like everyone's still cheering. Like, and then that's, the drunk dude dope. in front of us almost fell off and died, which was hilarious. <laughs> too. But uh, it was, you know, it was good. And then the next morning I wake up and I'm just like, I feel like I'm burning from the inside out. I can't go back to sleep. And I was dizzy, I had headaches. And I basically slept for like 20 hours throughout okay. Tuesday. And then Tuesday night around 10 o'clock was when I started finding, started finally feeling a lot better. And then the next morning I was able to get up and go to work again. But it was like, yeah. I, I got that, that second dose and I was just dead. What'd you get, Pfizer or Moderna? Moderna. Yeah, I got Moderna too. So um, weird story. So obviously um a lot of people don't know i had COVID in december and i had to shut down our wrestling club for a month you know um and then um so i know how it feels like when you had COVID. it -hmm. was fucking horrible it was thought awful the whole the first week was a blur because i was just exhausted and i slept so i had the first vaccine i just had a gnarly headache but it was good and then the second one kind of weird like i had allergies i have horrible allergies right my allergies are so bad that i just think i have covert the whole time but i just have allergies right and um and so i was super concerned about getting the second vaccine because i had to we had the tournament in fresno so i had to drive the kids up to fresno and from us it's like a five-hour drive you know so i was just like damn am i gonna have a fever am i gonna be out like what's gonna happen and so I took the second vaccine and my allergies cleared up and I haven't felt better. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I think I, I honestly, cause the first vaccine I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, like chill at home. I just sat around, you know, did what I usually do. Like I played call of duty and everything like a yeah. 26 year old child does. But you know, I uh, went out after the second vaccine. Cause I was like, I'm invincible now. And then, uh no i was not i I was absolutely just destroyed the next day and i couldn't go to work and i was not happy about it but yeah at the end of the day you know it it is what it is i'm vaccinated now and they say it doesn't hit for like two weeks but it was definitely nice to you know go out like go to the king's game like people like even wearing the mask wasn't that bad because you know 
they're pumping cold air in anyways. So right. you're not getting too hot, just kind of hanging out. Concessions were a little weird. So you kind of wanted to get everything done beforehand, but they had food trucks outside. You could oh. go out onto the LA live, uh, like Plaza area. There are like four or five food trucks that you could choose from and they had tables and you could just eat the food there. But nice. Uh, that was kind of cool. So yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and we also had great weekends worth of fights too. Um, well, I'd say we had, back. I, I would say we had one one good card and a couple like yeah. <laughs> what? No, I thought it was a good card. Which card are you talking about? PFL or or UFC? The the PFL was the great card of the week for sure to me. Um, Where McDonald came back and you know the he had UFC a big was it's kind of a dud. What? I thought it was a good card, dude. It was. I'm about? not saying. I'm not saying it wasn't good. And like, if you're a hardcore, then by all means, like, yeah, it was great. But if are you, you talking uh, about the prelims with that fake ass, uh, that fake even, up kick and shit like that? But even the uh, the main card, even the main card, bro. You have uh, the main card has one, two decisions, a draw, and then you have your first, you know, stop of the night that's by actually any sort of you know legal martial arts move <laughs> like the, uh, the come on, you don't be one of those you just want finishes I, the whole time no but i so here's here's what i'm saying like if you're as someone who considers themselves to be a hardcore like i enjoy like because sometimes the decisions aren't really like they could have been knockouts or stoppages or whatever and it's just Probably. the rest discretion Right. But also seeing it from a non-hardcore standpoint, like that card was boring as hell up until Giga Chikadze uh, destroyed Cub Swanson with his, his Giga kick and then Yuri Prohaska ripped off Dominic's oh, face. Oh my God, man. So uh, overall, and then the one card, I mean, no one ever knows one's fighting like i think i got the notifications on that on instagram at like two in the afternoon on a wednesday <laughs> i didn't even I, know eddie was fighting again i did not know one was fighting and at the same time i think eddie's uh eddie um Alvarez decision for that disqualification got turned over it did it got turned into a uh a no contest but i mean you know like no, I think From it got switched. I, I think it got switched over. I think he won. Did they change it to that? That he won? No, they changed it to a, a no contest. That's they bullshit. disqualified him. Well, they didn't go far enough in order to go to the scorecards in order to give a win to anyone. Mm. You have to go past the second round in order to get that point. But uh, because everything ended in the first round, they didn't have uh, enough of a fight to go off of to give anyone a win. You know what, dude? I just think some fighters should just chop everything that they're doing. Have that dude that fought Eddie, maybe Aljamain, maybe the girl that that fought yesterday. And Los Angeles is super close. They need a lot of people for movies and acting roles, so hey. they they should just just fucking just hey. do that shit, dude. I I I I've seen Cowboy in a lot. In a lot of stunt roles recently, man. You know who's not going to be going for a stunt role anytime soon? Uh, Diego Sanchez and his crazy lover boy, Josh Fabia. You're telling me you don't like, jo you don't like Josh Fabio? That dude's a joke. You don't like Josh Fabio? 
<laughs> dude, he dude, does it all. He does it I all. You, I mean, I dude, don't care what he does. He, he makes does MMA all. look bad. <laughs> he's dude. He's usually, the worst. He's I the mean, worst thing for the sport. The I have worst. to hire. I usually. I mean, I'm good at wrestling. I mean, that's my main tool. I, have to, I, st- I still have to hire a wrestling coach. I still have to hire a jiu-jitsu coach. Still have to hire a striking coach. Got to hire a coach to put have, it all together. He does it all, dude. He does it all. Would, he's a he's a main striker. I would rather have Mike Perry's wife as my head coach than Josh Fabia. Oh, dude, she gives out good. She she puts the ice where it needs to be. Like that's fine. For the, for the seconds. And, uh, that's that's and then fine. She, I don't. And good, positive information. Like, she goes, like, you're doing good. You're doing good. I would rather have that than a lunatic walk around telling, you know, the, uh, the fight commissions saying, like, oh, yeah, I taught him this move that if used the right way would kill people. It's like nobody takes you seriously, guy. Not – not the hardcores, not the people who train, not the people who do nothing, and not the 400-pound guy reading comic books sitting on his couch in his mom's basement. Nobody takes you seriously because you're so, on all of the drugs. Because of him, the UFC has released Diego Sanchez, which is the last fighter left from the Ultimate Fighter 1, which kind of that, – that's what put UFC on the fucking map in the first place, like honestly. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking about world like television. It's finally like going and like and they surged since then. So that's the last member from Tough One. Um, but that's back when he was like the actual nightmare, man. Like, oh, I know, dude. Like title holder, like Diego when he fought against the title against like BJ Penn. Like that was that Diego was a fucking yeah. savage. Now he's out there looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy trying to fight. You know, I mean, he's older. You I know. get it. He's older, but like, if you just don't want to fight and retire, don't sit there and take these fights because you know, pretty boy with the long hair who dances while he's you know hitting a heavy bag tells you that you can do it. Like, come on, there are better things you could be doing as Diego Sanchez. Honestly, yeah, you're a Diego's UFC also, Hall of Famer. Diego's also uh, a little crazy too. Um, I think, that needs, head uh, uh, I think he needs uh does he have CT? Yes. Okay. Does he probably need some counseling? Yes. He just needs some good people around him. And obviously I don't think that coach is the best thing for around him, but I don't know. I'm not in a situation, but Diego's cut. Don't know where he's going to go from here, but it also leaves Cowboy without a fight, which Giga is staying in Las Vegas. And saying that yeah. he will go up and, and fight, and I really think that's a bad fight for for Cowboy. I think any fight's a bad fight for Cowboy at this point. Like, I'm sorry, oh, but he's well, he's he's good. I give him that. He still has his moments where he can win. He can pull out. You know, the he was going to lose that fight did. against Nico Price if it didn't. If he yeah. if Nico Price didn't fucking eye poke him, he was going to lose that fight against Nico Price. Yeah, and. So I think anyone, you know, that's good enough in the lightweight division, anyone that's good enough in the welterweight division is probably going to be Well, this is a featherweight. Cowboy. This is a featherweight coming up. A featherweight. Right. Uh, a featherweight, featherweight who has a kick named after him. Like, come on. I know. And Cowboy probably wants to stand. And Giga, I, man, I told, I fought in glory. Like, that was out of my, re- but, you know, 
take opportunities, stuff like that. I got better. My stand-up got better because of it. I seen Giga and Glory. Oh, my God, dude. Dude. I seen him. Like, I thought somebody – I thought the way he body kicked this one guy in one of his match and he stepped over and dropped over, I thought his liver exploded. Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of thought where he hit Cub the other night was more so like a rib injury than it was like the liver. But I mean, I guess if you're hitting right there in that soft area, me, I, I, I've been stopped. I've been stopped against Jory Davis because of that. And uh, my wife said the same thing. She thought something happened to my ribs. She goes, Oh no. Uh, damn. Like it's, he's had to take time off. Yes. Uh, ribs injuries are horrible. Dude. You can be out for a fucking year or six months, like, you know, or, or yeah. more just depending but it was the liver, so it was the best thing for you. Unfortunately, like, your body just can't move. It's the worst pain ever. I'd rather get hit in the head 20 times than you ever touch my fucking liver. Like so you'd that. rather be Dominic Reyes than Cub Swanson? Mm, not at least, at least okay. But, like, but, but Dominic Reyes didn't, didn't feel pain because he was out cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll probably wake up. He'll probably wake up, and he was like, what happened? That pain and agony that Cub went through is horrible. I find it hard to believe that Dominic didn't feel pain when he woke up. Well, (laughs) he'll wake up, and he was like, oh, what happened? Like, you know? Like, hey, when I got knocked out for the first time in glory, like, I didn't feel anything. Like, I I woke up. Like, I didn't go out. He knocked me down, and I'm like, oh. Like, but the side effects of two or three days later of having concussion, that was painful. But that night yeah. wasn't. But, uh, but, I um, mean, when I, when I got knocked out before and I didn't get knocked out, like getting hit in the head or anything, like I just, like I got knocked over and I hit my head on a uh, basement floor and I went out cold, but I like, I had to go through physical therapy. I had like two physical therapy sessions, one at the beginning to say like, oh yeah, this is your brain like shortly after it's been damaged. And then yep. at the end of the month, it was another physical therapy session. And just like the things that changed in the time period of a month, like you don't think that that kind of stuff affects no. you that way, but it can. Oh, it does. It does. But like it's uh, the things that suck about liver shots, like it only lasts for like 10 seconds. And then after you get up, it's like nothing never fucking happened and you can probably fight again. That's the worst fucking feeling ever. Yeah. That's the worst feeling. You can't do anything. Your your body your body just feels paralyzed and you just can't do anything. You can't move and afterwards uh you're fine. That's the thing that looking, sucks. Looking back at it, that's probably what got Chikagian out of there too, like against Andrage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it, it sucks, man. It sucks, but uh like I thought it was a decent I thought it was a decent card. Uh I mean, first of all, Pahaska is the real fucking deal. Um, uh, yeah, for sure. I'll give dude, him that. Dude. He, uh, oh man. He's like, weird. Weird as hell, man. But he is, but know. like I but I like him, you know? Um like he took out Ochsamir. So he took out two title contenders that fought for the title. Like I'm blinking a eye. And he's in line to get the title shot for the winner of Glover and um, Blockwich. Like, you know, so like, and he said that he didn't rush to get in the UFC. He worked on his craft way before. And he, uh, he turned down an offer before because he fought in, uh, in Risen with the guy who actually just became a double champion for one. Uh, the, uh, the, Asian? the Asian kid? 
from from uh from uh Rainier de Ritter from the Netherlands. Oh, he, I thought you were talking about uh, the guy from uh, Henry Hoofers Jim. No, he's uh, he became the middleweight and light heavyweight uh, champion for for one uh, this past week. But um, jeez, Prohaska, you know he fought the light heavyweight champ in Bellator. Uh, what's his name? Um, the Russian? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. No, you're talking about. But uh, yeah, man, like he, uh, I do took out Ryan Bader bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. But bad. it's you know, nah, dude, Pahaska's battle tested, bro. Like he, uh, he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna he be was, a problem. That fight against Uzdemir, man, it just kind of. I was looking at it, like watching it back, especially recently. They do how they have like the free fights and everything on YouTube. Yeah. Just kind of watching it, it was like, you know, he seems kind of just weird. Yes. In in the cage. Like, and that, I know that can throw a lot of people off. A lot. Because it's not traditional, man. Like, a, no. lot of, a lot of people don't move like that. He's got that weird Wonder Boy, low hand karate stance, but he. He throws a lot of power. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily strike like a karate guy. He does do. He, he does have kicks and everything like that, but he stays in your like face too. He's a pressure yeah. guy. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Those heavy shots has his conditioning's fucking amazing. Um, he has a fucking chin on him as well. Yeah. I was gonna say that's not to say Dominic wasn't just beating the shit out of him back. You wouldn't know though. Looking, at he was throwing. Game. Dominic, Dominic was throwing. Dominic yeah. was throwing. Like you know, like uh, there's a couple of times he did clip him and. But I just didn't know, like, because he act like he was hurt just so he can come in so he can crack him again, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he was playing possum a lot of times. Like, you know, like, he – man, I, I, I really enjoyed him, to be honest. Jeez, uh, dude. And I was one of the worst knockouts I've ever seen, that double elbow. Like, he threw an elbow, he turned around, threw it, and knocked, him, knocked Dominic out cold. Yeah, and it definitely it, – it almost looked like he held from throwing that back elbow a bit for for like a small second like he threw the front elbow spun around and i maybe tried to bait dominic to go out that way uh and then just got him you know with the rest of the spinning back but it was just a clean clean knockout side of the head and you know but nothing but great sportsmanship from him afterwards no for sure goes over talks to dominic make sure he's okay uh and he's a good he's dude. Kind of, he's a good he's guy. Super refreshing, honestly, yeah. for the MMA world because you get a lot of these guys that come in here that like they either get big because they talk a lot of shit and they win, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they win by super exciting styles. But he's just there for like the love of the martial art. Yep. You know, so he he brings in a lot of like the like the chakra and everything from like the martial arts world and talks about that kind of stuff as well. But uh, I mean, he had Tyron on his side. He had Michael Chiesa on his side last night. So that was – or not last night, Saturday night. So that was a good thing, you know. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Like, I loved it, dude. I uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah. Another fight I did like on that card, Mar Davinovich. Uh, this is Cody Stateman. Did you see that one? 
Yeah, where uh, Demolish Dealey just kind of wrestled him around. Yeah, because Cody Stamen can wrestle, you know? Like, for me, for my style, I really fucking enjoy that. Uh, yeah. That was really going to be a problem in that division, actually. That was the biggest test he had so far in his career, and I really wanted to see if he can pass it. Um, he did he, pretty good. He did pretty damn well, dude. Uh, pretty damn well. Uh, I, I liked it. Um, he had five takedowns. Cody had one. Yep. But he attempted 11. I know. So, I, know. I mean, I, you know, that was, that was a pretty good one. I enjoyed that one as far as just like a oh, overall fight standpoint. I don't expect people in the lower weight classes to be like the biggest knockout artists in the world. It's more so like when you start to get to 45 and 55 that I expect the knockouts uh, to start flowing. Unless you're Cody Garbrandt or Peter Young. Well, yeah. Like there's there's a few of them that can do it, but there's not a whole lot. No. No. No, no, no. And then the prelims, dude. Uh, TJ Brown versus Kai. Like that was fight of the night for me. That was that was a war, dude. That was back and forth. Yeah. Like that, that was a sick fucking fight. That, uh, that was a split decision too. Yep. Yep. Like, uh, it could have went either way, man. Like, that yep. one was really good. And then poor Randa Marcos. How did you feel about that? that? Yeah. Like, watching how so, to explain Euro was, re- was reacting to that. So, do you want to explain what happened? Uh, Randa Marcos in the fight either gets knocked down, goes her back. I didn't see how she went down to the ground, but as she's pushing uh, Pinheiro up off of her, throws an up kick, and Pinheiro is down on both knees, which is what makes... I think that's... I'm not 100% sure how they determined the legal or illegal up kick, because Dom threw three an three points. Kick. Well, Dom threw the up kick, too, on Yuri, and Yuri wasn't down. Yeah. Yuri was standing upright, but yeah. and but at the same time, you know, Randa threw the up kick. I think if you're on your back and someone else is down on the ground with you, you're both on the same level. That should not make it an illegal kick. Like if I'm standing and I run up and I pat McAfee your dome, like then yeah, I would consider that to be an illegal kick to the head. Because then you're defenseless as hell. But if we're both on the ground, you're on top of me, and I throw it like throw some something up towards your head. I don't think that's illegal. Yeah, but I I don't think she should have been disqualified. No, I think the fight no should contest. have been a no contest. A no stop. contest, dude. That's no way. Like it's it, it's ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> I think that it's uh, it, she should probably win like an Oscar or something for that. But, Dude, you know, and then I'm she not... asks, "Will I win if I can't continue?" Yeah, that's to me. If you're asking those kind of questions, like, "What happened? Will I win?" Like that kind of stuff, it's like you're worried about something else. You're not worried so, about. So, if I happened. were, if you were really hurt, usually the questions like, "What happened?" What round? That means you're concussed. You know, yeah. um, and and on top of it, it happened in the first fucking round. It was not that. It, she was getting up. She was, like, uh, trying to upkick her. Like, that's a little bit intentional. But she wasn't trying to throw an illegal strike. She was just 
she's just a tall girl and she thought her body was off the ground. It's hard to judge when you're on yeah. your back like that, you know? Like, it should have been a no contest, dude. Well, and then looking where, where Randa got her, like, it looked more like a push than anything. And yeah, like, she flopped down pretty good on her back. So she may have went out more so from her head hitting the canvas than her foot getting, well, than uh, foot hitting her head. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not one to judge on how one thing looked rather than the other. I know Randa came out today and said, you know, I think she was flopping like a motherfucker. But, you know, not. You know I, I, as someone who doesn't fight, I can't make these assumptions that she was or wasn't. It sucks because yeah. I know what it feels like to put it together a camp and stuff like that, and you, uh, it gets taken out of your hand. You know, um, because of that, uh, uh, fuck, man. I, I, I really feel for Randy. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just fucking blows. It sucks. Uh, I, fuck, dude. It should have been a no contest. And that's it, dude. It, it really fucking sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen what anyone else is saying about it, but I don't think that that fight should have been a disqualification. But. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. And then, also, so those were those those were the fight cards for this weekend, and uh, it's weird. Like, so next week's supposed to be. May 8th, supposed to be Sanhedrin versus Dillashaw, but Dillashaw had to pull out because he had a nasty fucking cut on his eye. Yep. Nasty cut. You know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, man, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to Sanhagen, or I don't know if they're going to reschedule that or what's going to happen. I imagine, I imagine they'll reschedule that, uh, that event for sure. Uh, they don't even have a main event picked for t- for this weekend coming up. I don't even know who else is on that card. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it says UFC Fight Night TBD versus TBD. I know. To be decided. I know. Uh, like I I I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Dude, but... they have yeah. one other fight on the card right now. I know. Jun Young Park and Tafan. That's Jun- it. That's it, dude. That's I. I don't. I. That's not a good feeling to have. That's I don't not, imagine that that card is going to go. I. It's not a good feeling to have. But no, I mean, PFLs next week as well. You got the PFL heavyweights, dude. For Doom, it's coming back. He's main eventing, and then, uh, dude, uh, Kamar Usman's. Little brother. brother, I should say little big brother, because um, he's a heavyweight as well. He's undefeated. Yeah. Well, he's five and zero. He fought in uh, um, set promotion out Titans. Seven, Titans FC. He's seven and one. Seven and one. Okay, so seven and one. Good record. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really waiting to see how he does at a bigger stage. And uh, you have another UFC vet, Justin Willis. Uh, he was doing very well in the UFC. I'm, I was, was shocked to see him in the PFL. Maybe he didn't re-up so he could become a free agent so he can try to win that million dollars because he has a good shot of doing it. 
And then also too, Kyla Harrison's on that. Yeah, the girls come out. The first time the girls come out, Kyla Harris comes out. uh, And then one of my dear friends that I went overseas with for the chip, Caitlin Young, uh, Victor FC vet, like really good stand-up. She's fighting on that one. But um, we, I'm still waiting for fucking Carissa Seals. I don't know if Clarissa is going to fight this year for PFL. Maybe, maybe yeah, they might so. do it. Maybe they might do it for like the playoffs and just have her have an exhibition or some shit. Like, well, not an exhibition, maybe, but an actual real fight. Maybe like put that on like the undercard or whatever they're going to do for, for that one. Um, because so listening back to it now uh, or lis- listening to it this past week, um, the way that they're doing a season this year is a shortened season. So they're only getting two fights. And based on your points off of those two fights will determine if you're in the playoffs or not. So usually in a longer season, what, it's three? Three, I believe. That's a good, um, that's a good season to have. Four but, fights a year. Four fights a year. That's fucking good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I as far as the women's lightweight, that's one. I mean, Kayla Harrison. I I don't hey, see her losing anything. I'm, I'm not counting out Kaylin. I'm not counting out Kaylin. I think Kaylin can probably meet her in the finals. And uh, God rest her soul. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, it's just Kaylin. Harrison is just on another fucking level right now. I honestly think she's better than Ronda. Uh, she actually won a gold medal in judo. Several, yeah. two, I think. Um, and, uh, that's dude. That's that's something that nobody's talking about. Fucking Carissa Shields has won two gold medals in, in the boxing. Olympics and boxing, and Kyla Harris won two gold medals in fucking judo. Like one of the two greatest Olympians ever. There are our females, and nobody's fucking talking about it. That's it in the combat sports world. No, I I mean, well, I don't think they're on Clarissa. Not a lot of people know who Clarissa is. That's a goddamn shame. Uh, it is because. But, you know, that's women's boxing. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a lot of people who know women's boxing. There's not a lot of people who know boxing in general. I mean, you had the Andy Ruiz fight and Areola fight this weekend, and I barely saw any coverage about it. Well, it's Andy Ruiz. And apparently he, from what I saw, like pictures of him, he dropped a shit ton of weight. And he's, he's training with Canelo. He's training with Canelo now. Canelo doesn't fuck around. Canelo don't play. I was missing the comedy just from that because you're fighting a guy who, you know, his last name is Areola. Like, it's the nipple. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you're fighting the nipple, man. Uh, so many good jokes you could have made out of that. and you, Nobody did, funny. so I was kind of shocked that's, about that. But that's funny. Andy Ruiz took that in a unanimous decision. So, well, it looks like uh, we, well, I don't know what's going to happen to the UFC, but they went public. Well, we're, we'll have three fight cards because Bellator is on this week too, as well. Yeah. Which is really that one I have card. I have very little interest in anymore. What? Uh, just because the whole thing with, uh, with Yoel. Oh, yeah. I okay. wanted to see. So Yoel Romero got hurt and he's supposed to fight Anthony Johnson. I wanted to see Yoel and Anthony just 
beat the shit out of each other for that's that was however long they were supposed to fight but i'm so interested juan archuleta's fighting sergio pettis for the 135 title sure that's fine i'll take that michael page (laughs) anthony rumble johnson is still fighting okay yeah, Rumble Johnson's still fighting. And the only way that I'm going to take anything good out of that Rumble Johnson fight is if he just pummels Jose Augusto's face in, in like somebody. the first round. Yeah. yeah he probably will. Um, Patricky Pitbull, he's fighting Peter Queeley. Don't even know who Peter Queeley is. Um, he's an Irish kid. But Michael Venepage versus Derek Anderson, I'm interested in that for sure. I know Derek Anderson. He's actually from... The area, uh, he's a SD boy. I seen him. I seen him crushing a lot of places. Uh, I like him. Tall as shit. He's game. Um, Lorenz Larkin. He's fighting on the prelims. How is he fighting on the prelims? He's fighting Rafael Carvalho. How is that a prelim fight? Because the main card's full. No, you take out. You take out. I'm sorry, Patricky Pitbull. You take out Patricky because I don't know his opponent, and then you put in Rafael Cadalio. Rafael Cadalio is a former fucking champ, dude. And then it's fucking Lorenz Larkins. Yeah, and they're fighting in middleweight. Fuck. And you got Rafael Stouts versus Josh Hill. Like, that's a good fucking fight, dude. Rafael Stouts is amazing. I, Logan Storley. Yeah, Logan I'm fucking Weber Storley. Almeida. Oh damn, dude! This is this is oh clever Almeida. I mean, he kind of stole my shit by calling himself a silverback, even though I don't know how the fuck you're a silverback when you're a fucking <laughs> featherweight for crying out loud. Um, he fought on he fought on my fight card. Yeah, remember that he just he destroyed that kid. He uh yep. Castle Williams. He fought Castle Williams so bad. Castle Williams was in my locker room. They threw it. They threw in the towel. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. John Hackerman was in his corner. He threw in the towel. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's something. He's trained by the Machida brothers. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Bellator, I think how they have this set up, they do that weird where they kind of just pack all the fights in on the car. Bro, Henry Corrales is a fight before him. Henry yeah. fucking Corrales. Henry Corrales. But what I'm saying is, is Bellator, the only fights that they have on the schedule, like for timed schedule stuff, is the main card. The undercard, because that's how people end up on the post limbs. It's whatever fights on the prelims didn't get finished before the main card has to start. Yeah, they end up on the post limbs. You know who, who, who ended up on the fucking post limb when I was supposed to be the main event of the fucking prelim? You did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that arena cleared out real quick, too, which is kind of a shame. And I had a good-ass fight, too, dude. You did? Yeah. I, I, I mean, aside I, from getting your balls kicked in, that was... Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst I ever had in my life. Um, it's AJ's, Agazar's fault, because he couldn't finish that fight. He no. took his back, like, two or three times, bro. Couldn't I don't finish think he's fought I don't think he's fought since. He got released. Oh, oops. <laughs> he got released, but that's okay. It's okay. I still won. It doesn't matter. Hey, no big deal. The only thing they told me was like, Ian, you're getting ready to go. And I just did my warm-up routine. And then 
They're like, hey, Ian, if AJ finishes fights right now, you're going you're gonna to fight. And then he didn't finish. So, and then on top of it, they're like, Ian, you're going to post them? The fucking start of the tournament yeah. was before me. Yep. With the picks. With the fucking yeah. picks. Yeah. No, that's not. That's not cool. They did. They need to fuck the post limbs, bro. Just be like you. Just start the prelims early and run them all through, dude. I'm sick of that. They should never be post limb fucking fights at all. Well, so like last week when the UFC had everything, like every single fight was almost a knockout. Was a knockout or a submission or to go? You have to go on as scheduled. That's why you have to right. So there's like. 10 15 minute gaps between fights gotta fill them in with highlights yeah i don't again i don't necessarily mind it i know from a broadcast standpoint it's not the best but you know this is what being a told me right because Mm -hmm. uh after my fight there was another fight that i had a student on and he was a postman unfortunately right and um we got there super late we got there actually really early so so just like I do, because I always want to fill the cage, move around, and then I'm like, it's going to be a long night, so maybe I might take a nap in the back or something like that, you know, or watch the fights, and I'm chilling out before I go. And um, That was Tony, right? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. won, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. A tough decision. Uh, he, he handled it, though. Like, um, But I was talking to Benny back there, and um, – he goes like, yeah, dude, this is what sucks because, like, I don't know if he's going to fight uh, here before him. He had a student there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes like, this is why I love the UFC. He goes, it doesn't matter if it's knockouts, decisions, splits, uh, five-second knockouts. He goes, you always fight as scheduled. They always have a time where you're going to fight because they know they have the filling gaps. No matter what, they they have like fifteen elements of like we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna break this down, we're gonna do this story. Like it's it's run like it's a run oiled machine. Like everybody yeah. has their time of like you're gonna to arena and you're gonna fight on this, and he goes no shit, you fight on that time. It doesn't matter if there's five knockouts in a row, you always fight on that time. It doesn't matter, you know. Bellator needs to put something in place for that, so there is no more. When I first got signed to Bellator, there was no such thing as post postlums. Well, maybe now that they're back with Showtime, there won't be either. It may be just because they were on DAZN, as garbage of an app DAZN is. I mean, you know. This is bad, they, dude. It's just bad for the sport. Like, and the thing that sucks about some of the post fights, those are the most people that sold the most tickets for the arena of mm-hmm. people being there. That's bullshit. Even PFL, their broadcast is in two parts. So the prelim card is one part, and the main part is another part. And that's the but, way it should be. And the way that it happened this past week where every single fight on PFL was a stoppage, every the first, the part one literally ended and then there was like a two-hour gap between the end of PFL uh, part one and then the start of part two. Like it ended at four, part two started at like six. It's not bad though. At no, least you get the I, prelims out the way. And then... If you know that you're going to have that gap, you can bring your athletes over, right? You can clear out the locker room, then bring your athletes over, and then you go from there. Like, that's the way you have to fucking do it, dude. So, you know? Like, it's, it's the way UFC does it. 
you yeah. know, they, they transport people like, all right, you're the first three fights, you're the first four fights. And then they, you guys, you guys have to wait here. And then they go back and get the other crew. Like, all right, these three fights are done. We're going to transport the other athletes. Boom. They should be out mm-hmm. their locker room by then. It's the way you have to fucking do it, dude. Yeah. And they can, they bring them in at a certain time. This is your arrive time. This is like, this is your warm up room where you go to start off. Yeah. This is where it's the you way go you should here. be. And that way, everything runs a perfect, clean, well-oiled machine cycle. Because the only thing you're, you're doing is you're hurting the athletes and everyone that's fighting for you. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the benefit of being, you know, the UFC, is that you've been around so long, you're the name brand for the sport, you can do things like that. But I think the more promotions you see start to do things like that, like with the fighters and they're the only the They're the only promotion. They're the only fucking promotion, bro that does that hey Bellator, i love you like but that you're the only promotion that shit has to change and it has to fucking stop but again maybe with showtime showtime starts saying like look we got to get on the espn level of things that way more people start to watch and you know what really sucks before my fight was televised on the postlum um before that the fights wasn't televised on the postlum if you're on the postlum you know, you didn't get televised. That's a goddamn shame, dude. That, You're on that, YouTube. Yeah, it has to end. They they go on YouTube live. For, now, for the now, now they even changed it. I was actually on the zone when I fought on the post limit, and then now they changed it to YouTube live. Yeah. Um. The uh the prelims are on YouTube live as well. I can I can accept that. I would you know, accept that too. I, I'll accept that. It's easy access. You don't have to buy. You don't have to have Showtime. Uh, yeah. But let your whole prelim card run, dude. The prelim card is almost as better than the fucking main card for this fucking Bellator weekend. Let let that has to be. That has to be like a done deal for your whole prelim. No postlim. Yeah. No, honestly. Yeah. Because what you're gonna do? You're gonna put Henry Corrales on the fucking postlim. You're going to put Please. Logan Soley on the fucking postlim? I think the postlim would be the fights that are left over. So you're looking at, you know, if it's going in order, the last fight would be Lorenz. No. No. Josh, Josh no. Hill. Nope. Ain't doing it. You know, so if you have a two-fight postlim, you're looking at Josh Hill, Rafian Stotts, and Lorenz Larkin or Rafael Carvalho. Nope. Like, what kind of a post limb is that that's just the worst you know some people that's who they come to see they're like oh these people have been around like forever let's watch them and it's no like, i paid my dues part. i paid my dues you're not fucking putting me on the fucking post them and yeah that's how i would be like especially if i'm lorenz larkin or you know or rafael it's like i i you're a former world champion for fucking bellator i ain't that ain't, that ain't happening i've been around forever like, don't yeah. put me on the post. Yeah, what are dude. you doing? Yeah, dude. It, 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 it. I, think, I think you're on to something. I think this might be the end of the post limbs, probably. I haven't seen any post limb broadcasts on YouTube since um, the, the pandemic. First Showtime broad- well, since the <laughs> pandemic, but also for, since the first Showtime broadcast as well. Because they, they're, they're, you're, you're going to pay Showtime thousands Showtime. of dollars to fucking. Showtime's paying you. <laughs> yeah yeah but, but at the like, same time it's like they don't know. play they don't play dude no and again if showtime's paying you that means showtime is buying your product and they tell you how they want it set up i think you might see the end i think this is the end 
of the Postum yeah. era, which if it is, fucking thank you. Good job. Um, the only fear I might see if it comes back, if they start doing local shows and start having like, hey, we can pick up this local kid. He can sell. Please don't put him on yeah, the post limb. But again, that's like your first fight of the prelims if you're doing that. You have to. That's that's it. They're yeah. they're the cur- they're the curtain jerkers. Yeah, they're the curtain jerkers. That's when you walk into the. What time did you get to the arena for my fight at the forum? Uh, we got there pretty early. I can't remember what time we got there. I know the sun was out. Like so, like three o'clock then. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. that's for real fight fans that don't understand. Like especially on California time, like there's light outside. The first fights are usually going at 2.30 or 3 o'clock in that fucking afternoon. And there's barely yeah. nobody in the fucking crowd. And that's it, you know? But they're, they're fucking good-ass fights. They're high-level fights. Hey, guess what? The UFC does that shit, too. Yep. Yeah, it's, the UFC. It's the middle of the fucking daytime. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 3.30. Those are the first fights. But there's not any other sport that you're going to pay where, you know, you're going to sit around. like Or not sit around, but you can... You have the ability. It's a long card, dude. It's a yeah, long you have, card. You have the ability, if you want to, for a couple hundred dollars to go, you know, spend your entire evening watching a whole sport. There's yeah. very, you know. That's where your hardcore's come in, though. That's where your yeah. hardcore I'm not that fucking guy. i always been that guy that show up. First of all, I've always been that guy that always showed up at 3 o'clock to watch the first fight on the court, right? I've always been yeah. that guy. There's only a yeah. few people in the arena, stuff like that. Also, i also been a curtain jerker. Yeah. Right? Also, like, when I first made it to Bellator, like, my first fight was made event on the prelims, which, thank you, right? And then, then I've been on world-class stacked cards. I fought with Fedor. And we're, like, super stacked card. I'm a big name in Southern California, like, Ian, you have to go first. Like, we have fucking, like, three former world champions before you. Yeah. So you have to be the curtain jerker, which I get it. Hey, I'm making history because I'm on the biggest card of the fucking year, right? Yeah. But um, I've been there where, like, well, Southern California is a big fight city, so there's actually a good amount of fucking people in the fucking stands, you know what I'm saying? So, like... Uh, Here, Vegas, you go to those big cities. There's people, in the, there's people yeah. in the stands. I a good amount of people cheering in the stands and stuff like that. Believe so, it or uh, not, I, I can't imagine that there aren't people that are out there for business. Like, so, say, like, you go to Boston for a fight card. There's people that are out there for business that are like, damn, like... There's a fight card going on this weekend. I got to be out there, you know, maybe I got to be out there Sunday. Maybe I take an earlier flight on my own dime and I just go to the fights that day. So I have something to look forward to, like while I'm out there type thing. Or maybe that's how they end their like business trip or something. Like there's, there's other people that are coming in, like, you, you know, go to Dubai or anything like that. There's yeah, people from but all over the world at those fights. It's true, but like I, I will say, people that go to fights, please show up at the beginning, bro. You don't, you just don't know who you might see. Like I remember when Cain Velasquez was the second, was the second fight on the fight card in Canada, and nobody mm-hmm. knew who he was, and he was one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. Yeah, you know, people just have to get their start that way. If you're a serious fight fan, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, then you are. Um, you have to start showing up at those three o'clock fights to start supporting those guys, dude. Uh. In California, there was actually a good amount of people 
at, at three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Cause I got moved. Cause I think I was supposed to be the second fight, and then I got moved to like Ian, you're the main event, and then I got moved to post sub. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> were kinda, we were keeping track of that too. You know, there. yeah, like it sucks, right? And you can't really communicate in the locker room, but um, but dude, those fights are fucking good. You can probably, you're definitely probably see a new former world champion in a, in a year or two or stuff like that. You know, and sometimes you might see a guy that's going to get cut. And sometimes you might see, you know, somewhere that's going to be someone that's going to be amazing, you know, Dude, coming up. I seen AJ McKee on a post limb when I was signed to Bellator. Mm-hmm. And now he's getting ready to fight against the world title against uh Pachiki. Yep. You know, it's just, you just don't know, you yeah. know, and then stay out there and see it. Hopefully there is no more post limbs. But I don't think there will be. Yeah, but if there fucking was. You stay out there and watch those fucking fights too. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, we stayed for the whole thing. You have to. Yeah, because <laughs> you know there were there were some people around us that they were there to watch you fight, so they stayed until like your fight was over. And I get it. You know, like you're on kind of a like you came to do that one thing and then like you have someone that's kind of expecting you to go somewhere or whatever but yeah if you don't have to be anywhere else just stay stay and watch everything yeah no yeah i fucking paid the money to for it crying out yeah you, you you did because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> it's not cheap I'll tell you that. <laughs> but thanks for your support chicken <laughs> yeah Oh, I'm, uh, I'm saying, like, especially like if you go to UFC, UFC is not cheap at all. I mean, going it, going not... to the hockey game this past weekend that wasn't too bad. We were up in the like the 300s at the Staples Center, and that was like, you know, 60 bucks a ticket. That wasn't terrible. Nah, dude, you're you're talking like 250, fucking like for the same tickets. seats. Hey, <laughs> I and I had a I've been on some pretty stacked fucking Bellator cards, bro. Like that shit. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I think like, it was DC's fight out here at Anaheim. Going uh, for like three or five hundred, bro. Yeah, for like the worst seats in the house, like where yeah. I'm sitting behind a pillar and I gotta look like this all day. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think my tickets were one fifty or one seventy five, like you know, one seventy five. I and think it was when you got into them. I think I got them from you for like one twenty. You had a deal. Okay. And you had good <laughs> seats. And you had good seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can see everything. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, dude. So, my submission of the week is um, Shoeface, Carlos. Oh God, no! I I was gonna go for the uh, Martins Hamlet one. Really? You like that one? That was a good one dude, too. The the full guard arm triangle. Yeah. Come that was on! Good. That, that was, was so good. good. That was like, good. But and then, like, it was just good got, to see Shoeface out there, back out there and doing dude, his thing. And like, Lawler looked like he had no idea what he was doing. I know. I'm know. sorry. I, I will say that Shoeface looked a little thick going on, going yeah. into the, the smart cage. He looked a little heavy. But Lawler, as soon as he got on the ground, it was like he just seemed lost. He, I know. And then I know. When, the way Shoeface got full mount, Get and then that let, mount Lawler's, let Lawler sit back up, and then 
I thought he was going to go out from that slam, falling back. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that was just that was violent. Wow. It was quick. I it know, was good, but I still think uh, Hamlet and Ray Cooper had better submissions because Cooper just, had that half guard yep. triangle, That's which is still finish. hard. That's hard to fucking finish, dude. Hard but to fucking still, finish. I still think the full guard arm triangle is the, the better one just because of the difference. Yeah, and he was out cold. And he was out cold. I was just I was just going for a fucking little shoe face because I, I liked him out there, dude. I liked him. And he finished the first Rory. round. Yeah, I liked Rory's finish too. Yeah. Uh, Rory had the... He had PFL. All PFL, dude. Yeah, Rory had the, the rear naked on Curtis. Oh, that's the um, Yep. But then listening, listening to how he explained how he did it, man, you know, like where he breaks that leg triangle and gets the uh, the hooks in. But then what round, the what round was that? First. Yep. Yeah. Roy's back, bro. Yeah. No. Oh my God, he was a killer, and he looked like he was in phenomenal shape. I know. Uh, Jason Ponet looked exactly the way I thought he was going to look. Um, not not to hate on the poor guy, but you know. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go with Hamilton, like, cause he that was nasty. He was out cold. Uh, shoe face. You have an honorable mention, obviously. Um, oh yeah. And then obviously knockout of the week. Uh, the, Come on. No question about that. Not a Pro, single question. Uh, Pro Haska over yeah. Dominic Reyes. Like that was, it, that was nasty, dude. That, it has to. That that yeah, yeah yeah yeah, dude. Yeah. So, man. That is it. That was a great, great week of fucking fights. And we have another week. We have three fight cards. You got Bellator. If you want to watch it, that's going to be on Friday. PFL will be on Thursday. Yep. Hopefully UFC will be on Saturday. I'm assuming. We'll see. I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm assuming that that will be it. Let me check ESPN uh, to see if ESPN has actually put out anything like as far as like the card. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty weird. There's only literally like one fight on the card and they have the main event of, uh, of Sanhagen and Dillashaw, but Dillashaw is out. So, uh, it's very confusing. Usually, usually the UFC does a better fucking job of doing that. So they have more than one fight. There's four fights listed according to ESPN. Ooh, four. Uh, you got, you still have the, the main event as TBA. Okay. Neil Magny, Jeff Neal. Oh, that's a good fight. Amanda Hebos, Angela Hill. Okay. Junyong Park and Tifan and Chukwu. But that's it. That's the only fights ESPN has listed. They better Which start calling just, people up. They I, better start I imagine calling. there's going to hey, be a lot of reschedule every reschedule all those matchups. Um, but they need to find a main event. They don't even have a fucking main event yet. This is weird. This is weird and it's odd. Yeah. Honestly. Because um, usually, like, you, you kind of hear about everything going on for the week. And know. I think Cowboy is supposed to fight this week, too. Right? Cowboy's supposed to fight uh, this week. Maybe. Maybe they've just had so many dropouts this week that they're just not going to They might, they they might cancel that shit. I would. Uh, God, I would suck because then that kind of ends that pay me my streak. fucking money. You better pay me my fucking money. Well, I was have a to fucking fighter. They're going to have to move them to next week. They're gonna have to pay yet. Can't move him. Can't move him next week, dude. That's Dustin. That's fucking Michael Chandler versus Oliveira. You're gonna have to figure something out. Can't be honest. Can't move him. 
but how are you going to make them wait two weeks? Dude. They're in the weight cutting process. They're, 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 they're training. Gonna have, they're going to have to deal with it. Unless they have something in the works that's going to be uh, announced yeah. in the next, you know, day or two. That'd be. Then I got no idea how they're pulling this. Better, like it better be. Well, There's no we way. We will to... see. We will talk about it next week. We'll fucking see. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, regardless, if there's three fights, four fights this week, I'll watch those four fights. Let them fight. Just <laughs> yeah, let them fight, I mean, dude. It's at the, at it's at the, it's at the PI. Just let them fucking fight. Just let it yeah. run it. Just, Move the ring to the parking lot and just have just them. Let them run it. Just let, just let them fucking run it. Let them make their money. Honestly. You know, maybe, maybe that the Ultimate Fighter started this week. Maybe we're gonna get some Ultimate Fighter fights. Uh, they're in the gym. Craig Jones, Craig Jones weighed in as an alternate huh? for Team Volkanovski. The wrestling coach for Henry Hoof, Craig Jones, BJJ. No, the BJJ Craig Jones. Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting. I don't know if he's fighting, but he weighed in as an alternate. Or Volkanovski is joking pretty good, but he's got Craig Jones as a. I didn't know Craig Jones was a jiu-jitsu coach. Craig Jones is on Volkanovski's team as one of the coaches. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I don't know if we can take a punch, but if you can get the fight to the ground, you're fucking done. Watch your legs. Watch uh, your legs. Also, interesting podcast. If you don't, like, once you're done listening to all your MMA podcasts and everything, uh, Gordon Ryan on Joe Rogan mm-hmm. this week. That was pretty good. Okay. That's a pretty good one. He talks right. about transitioning to MMA. I think he can, dude. He needs to lay off he the said, steroids a little bit. But, I mean, he said he's going to. He starts with one coming up soon. To. He said he's going yeah. to lay off the steroids. No, he said he's going to transition to MMA as soon oh. as they're. Oh, well, of course he wants to go to one because, you know, like, yeah, one, you could do anything. You could take anything. Well, he signed a grappling contract with one. Oh, that ain't shit, dude. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I mean it's something. Have, I get it. They no, they have the up. leaks. I know, I know. They got the grappling, they got the Muay Thai, and they got MMA. So, like, good for you. But they don't drug test over there, Keegan, you know. I know. And good for him. But, you know. No, I'm saying. I'm just, I'm saying. Yeah, I know. He, he's 25 dude, years old. He Let is, dude do it. He is on that Jamba fucking juice, dude. Have you fucking looked at that? I wish I was on that juice, man. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> you know how big I can get on that juice? <laughs> But of course he's on it with white. I would too. But uh Yeah. Yeah. Alright, boys and girls, that is it for this week. We'll catch you next week with all the rundowns of all these week's fights coming up. So Let's do it. Next week. Peace. See ya. See ya. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.